You're listening to DraftKings Network. Have you ever been to that food truck? The the um, it's a Puerto Rican dude in the Bronx. He's got the straw hat and the machete. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? This sounds like a uh, you just a character in a Marvel movie. <laughs> I said the Bronx. First of all, maybe I would have watched cartoons had there been representation. You Damn. know what I mean? Of my people. Why can't we get a guy in a in a slashed up guayabera straw right. hat frayed at the ends? With a machete. <laughs> um, just what a, would be his superpower? Um, what would be his superpower? I mean, the machete does a lot of the uh, does a lot of the heavy lifting. <laughs> <That's a> damage. <laughs> but like Thor is not just a hammer, right? Thor is, but the hammer is what gives him his power. So he can he can. It's what makes him a god. But he, what does it do? It crushes things. It allows him to fly. I get what how you how to use a. I get how to use. But it's a very very strong hammer. <laughs> I get how to use. He's like you can put nails in the wall. Really, bro. You know, like the guys hanging paintings left and right. You know, like Black and Decker, but yeah. like two times that. Damn. <laughs> okay. The wall. It yep. really black and extra decker. Yeah, I'm. I, I don't know anybody else who makes hammers. I'm yeah. out of company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really. <laughs> I've reached the end of mine. Uh, but what? Like, it's not just the homie doesn't just have a hammer that he hits you with. It gives him something else, right? He has other superpowers. The chat got to be helping us out here. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I mean, the but it's the the hammer is what gives him. Or just another magic carpenter like Jesus. <laughs> he must be talking about Gabriel Jesus because we are a soccer show. I promise you that. Um, cool against the Home Depot deals versus the Avengers. Barry <laughs> 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 Aguna, bro. Let's go. Justin Freeber said Bork and Dorker. <laughs> Oh my god! What uh, is what? A, he has like he could see into the future or some shit, right? No, this is, he's he can fly. He's very strong. He hits things with the hammer. <laughs> the hammer is the reason he has the Matthew powers. Press said cocaine is a spinach like Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, the guy with the machete. All right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are you so concerned about what Thor does? I, because I'm trying to figure out what this guy's superpower would be. It's not just a. It's not just a Puerto Rican dude holding a machete. <laughs> that can't. That's not a superhero. <laughs> His, his, That's a guy in a backyard. His superpower <laughs> is being faithful to his wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some tells me the superpower must be on the fritz, you know? Um, okay. Lightning. He can shoot lightning. That's what Alexis is thinking of. Thor can shoot lightning? Without the hammer? I don't okay, know. Can we confirm? Can, can he do anything without the hammer? Yo, wait. Hannah Banana is now Hanan Banana? <laughs> I guess so. Was yeah, she, yo, was, updated. Was, was she always Hanan Banana? No, no. Or may, it might have been on Twitch. Definitely oh, okay. Hanan Banana on Twitch. Maybe. I don't know if there were any. <laughs> Nick Red put bore. <laughs> uh, yes, this conversation is boring. Yeah, right? Machete Man with the power of Platanos. <laughs> By the power invested in Platanos. Speaking of Platanos, I don't know if you guys saw him. Uh, Bodega Bro. Yeah, if you if you didn't, you, you I, some people are in the chat were were here the other day when we were talking about Bodega Bro and uh, and his ridiculousness. Old ass Corey said yes, he can shoot lightning without the hammer. God, so okay. The hammer really don't do nothing. It's just there for a picture <laughs> hand, uh, hanging. Uh, <laughs> the guy's got lightning, but that's what I be doing all day. I wonder if it makes him tired. Who knows? I don't know anything about comic books. Okay, uh, but so Bodega Bro. 
uh, has pulled himself off private. Right. And Thank he God. Has made we a were, second video. I was waiting for We were all <laughs> on bended knee waiting. Uh, and he has made a secondary video, which I'll give him a little bit of credit. It was kind of sweet. He he went. Uh, he said, I don't know if you guys saw my video got taken way out of context. And I don't think so. No, I think no, it per- actually got perfectly in context. Right in the context in which you made it. Uh, but he went. You nailed the, it yeah. like Thor. Yeah. <laughs> hanging up. Hanging bing, up. bing, bing. Are you done? And then zoom, shoots a laser at you if you don't pay him his uh, his, his, uh, his uh, that task right. rabbit fee. <laughs> uh, if you give me a bad star rating. Uh, so he made a second video. He goes to the bodega. He gets four bacon, egg, and cheeses, four chopped cheeses. And. Uh, and he uh, he gets like you know a couple beverages, a couple fruits. Uh, I believe he thought he was grabbing bananas, right? But he grabbed plantains, right? Which again <laughs> points to the fact that maybe he ain't really involved in the community like he think he is. Yeah, and he, he does hand it out to homeless people. Uh, you know, he films himself doing it secretly. It's not like he walks up to the camera, which is a little bit classier way. Of You've doing been it. blessed, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you gonna eat. Bodega, bro. <laughs> uh, so he hands out these uh, things, but I think the guy's giving people raw play. I mean, he's almost people like, the hell my this banana sucks, bro. Right. This shit hard as hell. <laughs> right. So uh so yeah, if you remember we were talking about this dude that was basically trashing bodegas, uh and people got really uh, people got really mad at us for all the jokes we were making oh, about him. I think our video might have been placed in some type of Reddit <laughs> we or got, something. We got flagged by the people yeah, we don't yeah. want to be flagged. Uh, but whatever. There's, there's a whole group of incels that ended up <laughs> in our comments. So it's all good. It's all good. Like uh, I, I appreciate the, the 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 comments, the engagement. Have have you know chatted up. It's all good. The the this is why when I first started seeing the comments, some people were were agreeing with him about about just bodegas in general, basically saying that they're they're awful places, and, right? And blah blah blah, and whatever. Like, uh, look, I don't agree with that, but it, you know, no. But I'm also not saying. It it's the classiest place in the world. It it, it is what it is. It, it serves a community. Right now, we have a twelve point three like versus dislike on that video. <laughs> so, twelve point three. Perfect. So, but but this is where uh, when I started seeing those comments, I started thinking, I'm like, oh, did we go too hard on this on this dude or whatever? He did lose his job or whatever. But uh, that's because he had other videos where he was yeah yeah like he's a phobic in them and uh, he's a problematic uh, young man. He's a, he kill, clearly a troll. And look, whatever it's the internet. Do what you want to do. There's clearly consequences. Uh, for for the things that Thomas he- said, this our video was the worst attack on Ohio culture since Rose Lavelle was in studio. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all, honestly, it really didn't. Uh, uh, people are calling us awful things. Chris that bodega boy, the sidekick of Machete <laughs> Man, bro. I think we got a movie on our bro, hands, bro. We, at the very least, like a, a we know series. who the villain is. It's Bodega Bro. <laughs> so this is where uh, I, I haven't told you about this, but I don't, and I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> So obviously, uh, you know, I started wondering like, oh, did did we go too hard on this dude? And then I saw all the other videos. He did that other video of him going to the gym and wearing a, a shirt that said NAACP. He's like, oh, I'm going to wear this because then they're not going to see me as a threat. I'm like, all right, dude, you're a troll. Like, fine. Do yeah, a- the kid was clearly thought. And here's the thing. I don't I don't know him personally. He, I don't think he's a bad person. I just think he thinks this is funny. Right, right. And so, he, so he's being like a little bit of a troll, a little bit yeah, of a so cloud we're, chasing. So you're going to get roasted a little bit. Do what? Do 
what you happens. do. And you're gonna you're gonna get your audience and your fan base that loves all this stuff. So go more right. power to you. Go ahead, do what you gotta do. You'll be on Rogan in You'll a few be- <laughs> weeks. You get what you want. Have fun, right? Uh cancel culture, blah, blah, blah. Do it, do your thing. Uh but th- this is where uh, it, it really speaks a lot about who your fan base is, right? Because then the people that are defending him are are saying some they're saying some like corny things about us or or just in, about people in general, people that are mad at this kid or that are happy that he lost his job. And the this is where I stopped feeling bad or stopped even really thinking about it or caring about these comments because uh, our, our homie Jay Jordan, uh, a hilarious comedian, uh, he also works for uh, John Stewart's show, mm-hmm. The Problem with Super John funny. Super funny. And he he quote tweeted the same video pretty much everybody did and uh, and said like, uh, you know, essentially like, yo, basically all you had to do was not say this and your life, you, you would have had your job and everything would have been fine. And then somebody, uh, one of the comments to him was, uh, you, uh, he's going to find another job, but you'll always be an N-word. And as soon as I saw that, I'm like, and then, and that's why Jay, Jay retweeted the thing. He said, like, it says a lot about when, if these are the people. Right, that, that come it, to bat for you, this says everything about right. who, your, who your audience is, <laughs> who you're enticing with your content. Exactly. So, And we've always said this as comedians. It's like, you have the right to joke about whatever you want. I know that might upset some people in the chat. You have a microphone. You're, you're the one who sold the tickets. You get up there. You literally could say, it could be hate speech from the beginning to end. Yep. You have every right to say whatever you want. We live in a country where you you could say that. But now comes the reaction to what you've said. Now comes uh, who's going to decide this was good or bad, you know? And uh, if there's a group of people, if you say some wild stuff, and but you're like, well, I'm, I'm a comedian. I'm just being funny. Right. It's ironic. But then you see in your audience, there's a lot of people who maybe were busy on January 6th. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? Yo, who know a guy in, a, in, the, in the Thor hat personally. You know what I mean? In the Viking hat personally. You know what I mean? There's a lot of guys who, uh, who were live streaming on that day yeah. uh, from Washington, D.C. If that's who's in your fan base, then you got to start asking yourself like, yo, am I saying some wild shit? Am I, am I maybe, did I maybe hit a different nerve than what I was meaning to say? This? We've all told jokes where you say it and they laugh at the wrong part and you're right, like, right. ooh, I don't like the way that felt. And you adjust. And, you know, it's similar to, we've talked about this a million times, but uh, at the time when Chappelle left the Chappelle show, he was doing a character that was like a minstrel show character. And he said he felt a little uneasy about the types of people that were laughing behind the camera, like the executives that were there. And he was like, oh, I'm not. I'm not big enough my culture. I mean, I know where he's a different person today, but uh, at that time he's like, I know I'm not big enough my culture. I feel like I'm tearing them down for the purpose of making all this money. Sure. And it caused him to, to, to leave and go to Africa. At the same time, it's like, that's exactly what that person there quote tweeted or that responded to Jay Jordan's thing. If them, if them are the people that are like running a bat for you, bro, that tells me everything about yeah. who your content is hitting. Yeah. And maybe you aren't a terrible person, but if you got terrible people being like, yo, that's my home. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you start asking questions. Yo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, JK Tritt said free speech isn't free. And if you push the limits, you have to accept the cost. That's right. Here's the thing. You have the right to say you ain't going to go to jail. You won't lose your job. Though. <laughs> All right. You I know? mean, we every time we, you know, we step up to bat and grab these microphones, we take that risk. And it is what it is. All Nick, right. Nick, uh, Nick, uh, Nick Red said uh, El Pizzadero and his partner. Soylent man, <laughs> I will. I am happy to announce that Christian has since quit 
uh, Soylent, right? <laughs> you're you're happy to yeah. announce it, like <laughs> like the intervention worked. No, no. Yes, <laughs> that's what this show has been for seven years. You consistently being shamed. I, I got front to back. I got my Soylent sober chip. <laughs> yeah, two yeah. years. It's a piece of meat. <laughs> um, a little beef jerky. Sure. Six months. Yeah, on I haven't it. had Soylent in a long time. Yeah, and that's whatever. Isn't it crazy that that's still attached to you? I that's how disgusting it is. People tried it and were like, I can't believe this man. I mean, it's enjoys it's, it. It's not I wasn't uh, drinking rat poison. It's a perfectly fine uh, beverage and it whatever. <laughs> I stopped having it anyway. <laughs> now that we've sorted out <laughs> all those uh, pleasantries. Hello, everyone. My oh, yeah. name is Christian Polanco. Oh, yeah, I'm Alexis Guerreros. Let's go. Uh, welcome to the cool again. Obviously, it, this is a soccer show, even though we, we spent uh, 15 minutes talking about bodegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have have to get to uh, a lot a lot that is going on in American soccer and as always we do this live uh, every Tuesday 1 p.m. Eastern time here on YouTube live uh, and if you listen to this podcast come through and join us live from time to time uh, but if there's any <laughs> any topic you would like us to discuss please put it in the chat uh, Alexis just I guess doesn't want to do the show that we do just, uh, just do we have a teleprompter <laughs> where did you get all that from <laughs> so, is this I, something I don't see here okay bro uh, everybody knows Knows. That's why they're here. I, lo- I love how everybody knows. That's, and if that's... you knew, you figured it out. <laughs> okay. Um, SKC Fan TV says tough weekend for sure. Uh, the yes, I mean Sporting Kansas City are just they're they're in they're in the mud. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, before we even start that, I like I, I want to address the obviously. Uh, wait, uh, are they are they uh, wooden spoon? Candidates right now. Them in Chicago have the same record. They're, yeah, they're not. They're not doing great. Um, but uh, we can address some. At least uh, LA Galaxy uh, midfielder Sasha Kleschen, uh was uh, in the press conference after the game. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. When I found out he was he 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 did what Steve Kerr did. He's like, I'm not here to answer questions. I'm here to yeah. He right. made a statement about gun violence. Uh, I, I honestly, I saw it and I was like, wait, which mass shooting is he talking about? Right, right. Which it's, is horrific. <laughs> yeah, we're look, we're in a bad place, clearly. Uh, and I, look, I just want to get it out of the way before we continue doing the show because, it, there, I mean, there were people either, whether it was in Orlando, whether it was in Philadelphia, whether it was in Illinois, uh, it's just, it's absolutely psychotic. And we're, we're, we're just, we're in a place that, that the, the, the world does not make sense. Or, or at, least, at least this country, this country, you know how we always say, say uh you know is manchester united a big club is man city a big club the conversation you hate having yeah i hate having that you know that's it the united states not not a big club not a big country (laughs) we are (laughs) we used to be we used to be a big country yeah then we lost our sir alex constitution (laughs) and now we're in the mud it is i mean it is week after week day after day it's becoming uh an absolute um, embarrassment. All right. I mean, look. I mean, look. You know, uh, we, I've had friends growing up that have uh, had drug problems, and you know, you try to help them and you try to say some stuff, and often that doesn't really lead to change. And you know, we've had we've had people around us that have been like, "Oh, you know what it is? Is when they hit rock bottom, that's when they'll change. Hopefully, they survive that rock bottom. That's where we're at." Yeah, it's, ain't nothing going to change until we hit a rock bottom. I'm just wondering what more. I how much know. further do we got to go? I, I I thought we hit rock bottom a couple times already. <laughs> I just I just want to do a show about soccer, and, bro. And, we don't want to talk about have this a shit. couple yucks and make fun you know, of uh, machete uh, man and a bodega <laughs> kid. You know, okay, we we're here to have a good time. I'm I'm struggling after drinking 35 Miller High Lifes yesterday. If, this isn't what I want to talk about. But if this is if this is the independence that 
that we fought for from England. Bro. How great is it really? England should have been like, I don't even know why we try to keep these, bro. <laughs> I mean, damn. It's bad, Were man. beaver look, pelts that important? <laughs> I, 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 look, I applaud uh, Sasha Question for, for doing this, but it, it is becoming a thing where we, we, we're complaining about you know these these senators or politicians or government and it's like they're they're also us they're the same people like we just have to whatever either be loud enough or something i don't know what is going on but the 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 fact that uh uh we 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 just have these i'm not gonna say it's performative because it it isn't but the fact that it, it happens so much whether it's coaches or players or 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 politicians or anybody with these grandstanding huge speeches it's getting to the point where it it's hard to not be cynical and right. that's that's the really challenging part uh, about all this that we also we're all becoming immune to it, which sucks. It's I mean, how many of you even know what happened in Highland Park? Right. I mean, it's becoming to the point where the news yeah, has to has this, you know, sort of sift through shootings to decide which one to post about. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, shouts to all the players that, that constantly try to keep this at the top of the news cycle and talk about it from a personal perspective and the whole nine. You know, I don't know what's going to take to lead to change. But all right. Well, I mean, we'll we'll yell that into these microphones if we have to. But Jesus bro. Christ, it's uh, it's you know what? If they would just have been handed a chopped cheese and a plantain, <laughs> maybe they wouldn't be. Obviously. And, and it was filmed and put on TikTok. <laughs> right, right. Don't totally. Yeah. You got to get the cloud <laughs> for it as well. You can't do this without everybody knowing about it. Um, OK, so let's uh, l- we are getting some questions about Dominican Republic. Your home country. Yeah, should we start there or start with MLS? Made it into the Olympics. <laughs> right. First thought. I mean, just what, what was your initial reaction watching that uh, penalty go in? So the um, so I, I I think this game happened a bit before, um, but be, be the, the when they qualified for the U twenty U twenty Olympics. So that happened first. Yeah, that was in the when they got to the semifinal. Right. That uh, that alone was. Unbelievable! You're like, you're like, you didn't say like we made it. You said we did something. We something has been done. An unbelievable accomplishment, right? It's the it's the Concacaf U20 Championship. Uh, in this version of the tournament, there were two prizes or three: the trophy, go, going to the Olympics, and going to the U20 uh, World Cup. So a lot at, at stake, if right. you, especially if you if you got to the, to the final. Uh, Dominican Republic getting th- getting to the semi getting uh, uh, just making it to the semifinal. Unbelievable! I, they, they're going. Uh, yeah, they we're going to Indonesia. I'm like, all right, let's start figuring out right the tickets, the whole situation. Let's show the family where Indonesia <laughs> is on a map, <laughs> and then um, and then they uh, play in the semifinal. They are down uh, two nothing. What was uh, Guatemala or Honduras? I forgot who they were playing. I thought it was Honduras. I think it's Honduras. Um, down two nothing at halftime, um, and. They get two two goals quickly in in the first like I think fifteen minutes in the, of the second half. It goes to penalties, and I just I couldn't believe it. I mean, it's just like it's it's unbelievable. I mean, this is clear. It's the first time they've ever qualified for the U twenty uh, World Cup for any any World Cup, right? Yeah. Um, and the um, and then first time going to the Olympics when they when they won in those penalties. For those who don't know, how do we? What what's a comparison? In the world of uh, in the world of football, in the world of soccer, what? is this like Everton winning Champions League? 
This is. I feels bigger than that. It feels. <laughs> no, I mean. Samuletto played for Everton at one point. You know what I mean? There's with, been stars. No, there. because Everton at our store have a, a long is history. Is like Chicago Fire winning the World Cup? <laughs> this is, I feel like it's, that's closer. It's just. I mean, you know, if, if people are not aware, Dominican Republic does not really play soccer. That is not their forte. Baseball is their bread and pan. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. like uh, <laughs> this is like England winning qualifying for the baseball international <laughs> right? Right, right, right. Like I'm trying to It's it's just such a like far fetched idea right. for a, a, the no. Indian basketball team winning gold medal <laughs> in the Olympics. So the fact you know the 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 Dominican football league. Matthew President, it's like Everton staying up. <laughs> you gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta use your wildest imagination. Bayer Guna said, "It's like the Cooligans winning, winning the Nobel Prize." <laughs> Yo, that's pretty facts. good. Chris uh, Matos said, "It's like San Marino winning an international <laughs> game." It's actually not that different, right? So the so the 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 Dominican soccer league started, I believe. Around the time, like the Cooligans started, right? They like, so they're like, well, they could, if they could do this. It might have been 2014 or something yeah. like that. It show it hasn't been around long at all. There, there, are, I believe, I think there's seven or nine teams or something like that. Right. Uh, the training, the academy, is whenever a basketball falls on the floor, <laughs> kick it around a little bit. Yeah. So, so the uh, you know, we've spoken to a lot of uh, some of the listeners of uh, of our show are uh, people who work for. They're like scouts for the. Yeah, yeah, it's like been it, pretty cool. It's uh, so the one it, of them it's is all, a Spurs fans, so right. you know they're not trying. <laughs> oh, but the, <laughs> the point is that all hands on deck. Every yeah. Dominican yeah. from from the Bronx Bro. uh, to, to and by the way, the if you are in England, <laughs> if you're in if you're in Spain, and your great 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 grandfather went. To Dominican Republic, <laughs> you now qualify. Welcome aboard, hermano. <laughs> que lo que. So, um, so, the, but so the, it raises a couple interesting. Barry uh, <laughs> Gunnar said it's like Alexis finishing first in the New York City Marathon. One hundred percent exact. It's like Alexis signing up for the New York City. <laughs> first of all, I can do that anytime I want. Imagine you, me actually, actually showing up. No, you can't because you have to run in other. Uh, like smaller mini marathons. No, no, I could sign up, but it doesn't mean I'm going to get allowed to do <laughs> it. <laughs> They're going to be like, so you don't qualify. I'd be like, is it the ketchup stain on my shirt? They're <laughs> like, that's part of it. Um, so, so this raises an interesting um, question. Now, now that uh, Dominican Republic, which is unbelievable, They're going to the Olympics right. in 2024. The Olympics, their rule is right. It's a it's a U23 tournament. Right. I thought it was U20. Uh, I thought it was 23. no Olympics are U23. I think it's U23. But you're allowed what two senior players? Three, three. So this raises the question. Diaz. Finally, will they make the jump? Will they actually represent? You're talking about Junior Firpo, Junior Firpo, Mariano Diaz, who are both Spanish citizens, but they they have uh, uh, Junior Firpo was born in DR, but raised in, in right, Spain. Right, uh, still counts. Still counts. Mariano Diaz, uh, Diaz raised, uh, born in Spain, but two Dominican parents. Right, counts. Okay, uh, right. or at least one. Dominican. And one of those homeless dudes holding a platano. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you the um, way again. There's another dude I forgot uh, in Spain. But this uh, will they play? They can play. They can actually play for the Dominican Republic in the Olympics. And this uh, obviously will that count as a one-time switch? Though I don't know. 
I don't know. It might. It might. But they, how old are they? Mariano Diaz is like 26 now. He ain't got no chance at Spain. I know. He doesn't. Yeah. He's not even playing for, he's on Real Madrid. He doesn't even really play. So, uh, okay. So, you know, any, tweet at them. Tell them, yo. Get on board. Yeah. <laughs> he's 28. He's 20. Yeah, that's it. You're done. washed, bro. <laughs> but it's so weird. Like, he got, when he came back to, he was a Real Madrid player, went to, uh, I think, Lyon for a bit. Uh, and then came back. Remember, they did a whole presentation. Yeah, he got the the number nine jersey. They acted like he was going to be the Benzema replacement. Yeah, and then he just doesn't play. Zidane doesn't rate him. Ancelotti doesn't rate him. Uh, it's what is this? Uh, yeah, I mean, we got to get some. Mang- we got to send a mangu with like a little sign that says like we want you. you yeah, let's pay ya more platano, bro. bro. <laughs> so, um, yeah, twenty thirteen, he played one appearance with the Dominican Republic national team. Right, right. Uh, but the, I, I don't think it was a senior. Like he wasn't capped. If to my knowledge, he wasn't. He was not capped. So. I mean, what else are you waiting for? You're 28. Yeah, dude. Come on. Bro, I mean, you would be a legend. <laughs> on the Imagine island. Imagine Firpo and, and Diaz are playing What's, in DR in the, for all, the Olympics. What, 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 are his, what are his parents doing? <laughs> if there's anything I know Dominican parents can do is, like, put pressure on these kids, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, you know, it's not that's not a, a strictly Dominican thing. But oh, he retired from the Dominican Republic team in hopes of representing Spain. Well, that ain't happening, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> Put the shirt back on, dude. Uh, so yeah, so that's uh, an interesting uh, wrinkle in that story. But uh, the- FIFA twenty two doesn't rate me. This is a very good. <laughs> but uh, Dominican Republic ended up losing in the final to uh, the U.S. Uh, youth national Five team. Nil, bro. Six nil. Bro. Six nil. It was yeah. it was a rough go. Uh, look, the fact. Look, it, it was one of those. I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. I was. I wasn't even. I wasn't even thinking about Dominican that. players. Are like, good job on that goal, bro. <laughs> you did a good job. I'm watching. But I like it, what you're doing. It, it, it does. Um, Say a lot, at least, about the Philadelphia Union. Uh, they had four starters. Um, Bro, the whole... I think Morgan Tenza said that. Yeah. She said it was a Union youth team. It was uh, Paxton Aronson. Who won Golden Boot and Golden Ball. Right, right. Uh, um, was it Nathan Hario? Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Jack something? Forgot the... <laughs> Joseph Rubrick said, Christian going to become Dominican Mino Raiola and start <laughs> repping all these Dominican wonder kids. Bro, I might end Bro, up... Bro, we've been talking about getting into third-party ownership <laughs> since the beginning of the show. It's it, been our goal. It's not that far-fetched, bro. bro. I think we could do this. How we could get involved. All I don't right. think in soccer you have to be like a lawyer, right? You have to be a lawyer, technically a lawyer in you the U.S. You don't have to have red books. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Soccer, they're just like... <laughs> I, we don't know about the law, but I see a lot of year. <laughs> so. Okay. You got a Twitter account? You're hired. Uh, damn. <laughs> Look, we're going to put on some Dembo real quick, and I just want to see you move your hips. If I like what I see, bro, you win. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So it was Aronson, Sullivan, McGlynn, uh, and Craig. So, yeah. So... so uh, I mean, look, they absolutely dominated. They, 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 you know, it, it's one of those things where um, I truly, uh, you know, believe. I think after, you know, Greg Berhalter uh, got into got got the job, the I think we're starting to see a trickling down of 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 at least a you know, a, a, a strategy, a philosophy of what U.S. soccer wants to do. And you're seeing it. You're seeing the, the how, when was a uh, Berhalter hired? How long was, was it? That? 2017? Eight, uh, 18. 18. 
It had to be. Yeah, it was after. It had to be 18. It was 18 because uh, uh, Bruce. Right, right, right. So 18. And in, in such a short amount of time, I think we're seeing. I mean, Paxton Aronson is probably the the, the first example of like th- how, this kid is incredible. I mean, like for him to be at, at a U tournament, yes. But you, you know, they, what about Brendan Aronson? The whole Aronson family, right? Bro. Right. No, but but Br- Brendan Aronson and just in the and just get these, the dog out here like Airbud, bro. <laughs> the, whole, <laughs> the whole Aronson squad, Aronson, Airbudinson. So the uh, but in, in in just these four or five years, not only are you seeing, I, I think, better talent. Um, but then the sales, I mean, uh, we're, we're going to talk about Tyler Adams, obviously right. Brendan Anderson uh, going to Leeds, uh, uh, you know, Pepe, Ricardo Pepe going to Augsburg. Like there's just in just a short amount of time, the branding of like these young American players, I think is pretty incredible. Well, and I think that has to do with w- the, the work U.S. soccer has done. I think a lot of focus was put on the fact that the U.S. didn't qualify for the last World Cup. Right. Um, obviously, we qualified for this one. Everything worked out. But there was a lot of focus put on that, especially when people didn't like quit or resign or be asked to resign. There was a lot of questions about like what you're not making any changes. And remember, Sunil Galati was like, look, if the ball was five inches this way, right, right. everything would be fine. And it's like, well, it wasn't. So now <laughs> things need to happen. Yeah. You know, uh, I think there was a lot of focus put on that, but I think now that we sort of look at everything from a bird's eye view after Greg Berhalter's had a fairly success, I mean, not fairly, a really successful uh, cycle, right? He beat Mexico twice in finals, three times or four times in a year. Yeah. Uh, the dude was, you know, we're doing, we're doing all the things we need to do. We obviously may not look like world beaters every time we're out. It's really difficult to win in some of these uh, Central American countries, and we've looked bad at times or we've looked lackluster at times. But the thing now that what you're talking about is now that we can look out and see what have we done – we were at a point in 2018 when we still didn't know what what is the style of how do we play? How does America play? We didn't have a style that was synonymous with us. I believe it was uh, MLSsoccer.com that did a whole study. They went back and basically watched like every national team game and they decided the style that America plays was basically what Lester uh, did under Rainieri, which is sit back and then counter. Uh, it's not necessarily a style. Usually that's something that if you don't have a lot of skill in the midfield, that's kind of how you have to play. Yeah. And I think now that we look where we are, now we have skill in the midfield. We what have players that? that can not only hold on to the ball, but are creative. They can get away from uh, uh, defenders, they can go one v one, and also we have players that can swap positions up front. It's kind of a beautiful thing. I'm not putting all of that on Greg Berhalter. Obviously, a lot of that these kids had to have been developed on the way to that. But now we have a system. Now we know if you are a number nine, this is the style you should be playing. If you're on the right wing, this is the kind of ball you want to be playing so that you have a chance at the at the men's national team. It's kind of dope to see, right? Very much so. So I mean, that, that's the, you know they they kind of. Uh, breeze through this tournament um so congratulations uh for for the to the u.s team and and it kind of raises questions uh about mexico and mexico are are in these last five years 
are the They've opposite. Gone the other way. They are they are the U.S. of, yeah, of yeah, 2017 yeah, yeah. Um, because they miss out on the Olympics. Uh, they also they didn't make it to the semifinal either. I think they also didn't go qualify for the U20 uh, final. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I don't I don't recall. Um, but Mexico are are just it, it, it's it's surreal. They 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 can't get players from Liga MX to to Europe. Yeah, uh, they're not selling the the money's not coming. And then the the there's just so many. I, 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 they paused promotion and relegation. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think they broke the button. I don't, I don't think that play button is going to start again. So it, it is a Concacaf is like kind of flipping on its head, which I I think is another reason. Like also how Canada, is, right? But, Canada balling. But uh, and Alfonso Davies hired Benzema's editor. Apparently, <laughs> we're everything the, has changed. We're in the upside down. The <laughs> fact the fact that Dominican Republic is in the Olympics <laughs> and not Mexico. I don't know if y'all heard. I know. <laughs> by the way, the, if anyone uh, who left the negative comment on the Bodega Bro video is watching right now, you probably think those are the same countries. <laughs> uh, it's it's surreal. It is a, a, a wild time in in you know North American and Central American soccer. Justin Freeberg is. I mean, this is why I like. We have like tacticians in our chat. Yeah, he said what. Uh, it's clear what separates us, uh, the U.S. youth team, from the rest. We got the cool against. <laughs> okay. I mean, look. They ain't got it. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> I'm looking all over Mexico. They ain't got those cool <laughs> Um So, so uh, yeah, incredible. Look, like, I, I think um, it, it, a bright future uh, for, for I think, you know, even from the, this World Cup and, and in 2026, I, I was talking to somebody. Somebody asked me recently, like, what are the chances of U.S. winning the World Cup this year? And, and. I, you know, I was proud that I wasn't being like, what? It's not gonna like yeah. I wasn't super dismissive. Let's make it out the group. <laughs> you know, yeah. no, I think I, I and uh, maybe this is you know, somebody we we're not just, winning the World Cup, but we're not winning the World Cup. But I, I say we get. I, I think we can get to the quarterfinal. I think we finish top of the group. I think so too. Yeah. I think it's, I, I, it's definitely possible. I know there might be English people in the chat being like, "What are you? What are these crazy people talking about?" Right. Uh, I love you know. I hate bodegas or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> stop saying that stuff. But the um, uh, I think it's. Uh, I, I would say I, I don't. I could see us not finishing top of the group, but I think a successful World Cup for the U.S. men's team is getting to the quarterfinal. I think anything not the quarterfinal. Maybe I sound crazy, but. I think that I think it's plausible. I think we, we I think we have the talent to 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 do it. So honestly, it's a question of confidence, and and obviously who we end up playing in 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 the uh, round of thirty two and and round of sixteen. Yeah, uh, but more like Mexico. <laughs> 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 that sounds that sounds like a like a different cool country, you know. What I mean? <laughs> bro, where you going? Where you going on vacay, bro? Me and the lady, we going out to Mexico. Uh, oh shit! Did uh, you get a promotion? Why are you going to Mexico? Uh, and Ice Cold Bruce said expectations are going up. Quarterfinals at minimum. I think it's not, it's not crazy. <laughs> Justin Freeberg said congratulations to the Dominican Republic <laughs> for qualifying for the Olympics. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, oh, <laughs> so 
The um, uh, so yeah, I, I don't think it's crazy to think that they can get to the uh, to the quarterfinal. I, I would say when I think of quarterfinals the, is kind of it's, it's crazy it's, to it's, have that as an expectation. It's, it's just, but it's it's a possibility, and it's such I think it would be such a successful World Cup if they can at least get there. The U.S. team, it, it, like if they play against, you know, obviously like in, in the knockout round of like you know France and Germany, uh, uh, right? Tough, know, tough. These are these are tough games. So it depends on who, like basically who. Who they end up pairing us, but I think it's a possibility. I, I think Barry the team is good Russia versus USA final. Oof. <laughs> well, did everyone else quit? What happened? Um, did everyone else have one night stands in Qatar and they're in jail? Okay, I, I want to make sure we talk uh, uh, some MLS because there were a, a bunch of games uh, this weekend. Uh, we both went to the NYCFC Atlanta United right. game, which ended two two. And uh, frustratingly, enough. frustrating game. I think I think Atlanta fans were very happy. Yeah, in, in the fact that they, I, you know, we got a lot of messages from people that they were like that that were coming to the game. They're like, I'm I'm out here. You know, from Atlanta, come see my team get washed or whatever. Yeah. And uh, we our let homie, y'all win. Our, our homie Dom Dwyer coming through. You Bre- saw his comment on social media. I did. It sounded like he's leaving the team. Yeah, I think maybe he's going through some stuff. I, I assume, uh, you know, because he his comment was basically like, um, uh, "I appreciate this club for giving me an opportunity," and it sounded like a farewell. But he's basically—I don't think that's what he meant. But it did—it did sound like that. It, it had that tone like that. to it. But I, I doubt that's what he meant. But yeah, that Joseph Martinez header, right? That's the, Martinez was the one who had the yeah, header. Yeah, yeah, the first Absolutely goal, his first incredible. goal. Great, yeah, I mean, just perfectly placed. I was just holding a, a, a chicken finger and had to drop it when the, <laughs> I was just watching an air conditioning. Uh, your boy's in a press box. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so I, look, it was, uh, I think, a, a frustrating uh, dropping of points for NYCFC. I've said before, Nick Cushing, new manager, you know, thrusted into the position, obviously, with Ronnie Dyla leaving. Uh, he's managed before. He managed the Manchester City women's team uh, to great success. Uh, I always say you get three matches. You you always say this. I do. I always say like a new manager, if, <laughs> especially yeah. midseason, you get three matches. It's been four because the uh, U.S. Open Cup. Bad loss to the Rebels. Two draws and a loss. Uh, yeah, yeah, two, yeah, two draws and a loss. Two draws and a loss. Do you have any... Early thoughts? Well, we talked about this last week. Yeah, I, I said 10 game, 10 matches is when I'll make my decision because MLS and... Okay, and where, wait, let me ask you, up, are you starting to worry? I am, yes. So I, what I'm starting to worry about is not the overall... I what I, I, think, I, I think a lot of people thought this, and I, I was one of them. I thought like, oh, you know, even... When when Patrick Vieira left, like NYCFC kind of figured things out. When Dome Torrent left, he even said like, "Oh, they're in a good place. They don't. It doesn't matter who basically who the coach is." And I think what we're seeing, what Ronnie Dyla brought, was the I think a little bit of confidence in, in the players and like that defensive kind of sharpness because that's really what's been missing. You give up four goals against Cincinnati. Yeah, we're not locked down anymore. Yeah, yeah. So th- that's... Th- Sean Johnson's still leading with, I think, eight clean uh, clean sheets on the season. So you could see that, you know, there was there was a time where they were very difficult to score against. Yeah. So and that's kind of gone away. I, I think the, um, you know, uh, the injury to... Um, uh, Tiago Martins, the center back. Uh, I think that has made it now more as being as of uh, of 
Collins and Cheneau, they're playing a lot of games back to back. There's there's been also a lot of three game uh, yeah. weeks and stuff like that. I think this is you're seeing it sort of catch up uh, to uh, to the team, but I'm not particularly worried. Uh, you know, not losing a lot of games. It's just obviously dropping points. Still very close to uh, first place. The Rebels are uh, currently in first place. Um, the so uh, a couple. I believe they have an extra match played. Uh, right, games played 19, 17. So we're two, two yeah, match, yeah. two matches away. Thirty two so, points for the Red Bulls, twenty nine for New York. We can uh, New York City. The so Red Bull did. Um Win their game against Party Kansas City SKC Fan TV, uh, was, as everyone does. <laughs> they won. Uh, they got they got one goal uh, from Aaron Long, uh, a header, and uh, I, I love again SKC Fan TV does great uh, reactions and watch alongs and and his the his, pain, his, the pain his, this man's uh, going through <laughs> because it's really it's it's kind of surreal sometimes how uh, the, like the the just a bad string of luck that Sporting Kansas City uh, is having and and maybe SKC Fan TV you can speak to what is. What is the problem? I mean, they, they, I've never seen – and since we've been doing this show, Sporting Kansas City has never been this bad. They've seemed like uh, one of the more consistent clubs. Not always the best, but never an easy club to beat. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's been difficult to watch, mainly because we're watching young Steve Buscemi die every week. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, a, a Peter Vermees team, you're just not used to seeing them really struggle that much. And I feel, I feel for the homie Kyrie Shelton, former NYCFC player, who's uh, – uh, I, I, it's strange. Like he's clearly uh, uh, in a, t- you know, the number nine. He, the, the, he, he scored a fair amount uh, for NYCFC. Nah, and it's, uh, he's more of a target guy. He's always had an issue. I think finishing. That's just how, yeah. It's just like I don't know if it's, and I wouldn't say that Sporting Kansas City is like not the right place for him because he's getting a lot of minutes and he and a lot is kind Remember, of. Remember, I didn't. I thought they were bringing him in just to kind of give him a chance. Right, and right. And he seemed to have become a pretty significant player for them. And, and but it's just. The 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 goals that he was scoring at NYCFC, he's just uh, not getting them in Sporting Kansas City. He had that one season. I think he got like a seven or eight goal season for Sporting Kansas City. I'm I'm questioning what goals you're talking about. For <laughs> NYCFC, a, I'm not crazy. He's he, he, I mean, look, he scored a, he he scored a couple of big goals for NYCFC. Either some headers, some late winners. I mean, that that winner. That- they were going to say NYCFC is not a big club. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I do want to bring up Brooke Materia uh, said. Do you think NYCFC supporters not being allowed to bring in the drums affected the game. All oh, right. Did because, you hear about this? Yeah, because of the there was uh, fights uh, or something uh, within at Rebel. the supporters group at Rebel Arena. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know supporters it was fought themselves. Oh, I thought it was. Th- oh, okay. I didn't realize. Yeah, that. I didn't know that. I actually uh, I was told this in the press box. We heard that there were fights, but we didn't hear. Typically, you would assume it's someone from the Rebel fan base snuck over or something and caused some problems. But there was fights within the uh, within the group, and I think there were either some templados were like taken taken out, okay, uh, or someone someone obviously affected the templados, which are the guys with the the drums because they're banned. They're not allowed to bring the drums into the games. Okay. Yeah, I did know that. That there was a ban. I didn't know who, uh, you know, what the altercation was exactly about. Barry says no one beats us like we beat us. <laughs> uh, but also now the tickets for Rebel Away were taken away and reissued. So now you have to reapply. Oh. And apparently it's a it's a smaller now allotment, okay. a small allocation. Well, so I mean, yeah, a lot was, going on. Yeah. Um, I will say that the vibes were different at the game without the drums. Yes, for yes. sure. Yes, uh, there were like it. other people that would like in other sections that would stand up and like, let's go, New York. Let's go. Yeah, there was the Yankees clap happened. 
Uh, there was a lot of weird stuff going on. Yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a shame. Hopefully those guys can be let back in because they were a big part of it. Right. Um. So the so there were a couple. So that yeah, that was a, a huge result for Red Bull and sent them into first place uh, in the Eastern Conference. Um, but also like it's early. We just got to get in the playoffs. Who's we? Every, everyone but Sporting Kansas City. <laughs> right, right. So this is why I'm not so critical of, right. of Nick Cushing just yet. But it is it's, it is pretty shocking to see that, you know, just the, the just, change of a manager. We're just used to so much excellence, okay? That's the problem. But Nick Cushing needs to take his clothes off, do a couple push-ups. You know what I mean? Remind everyone. <laughs> this sounded... Remind without everyone. Co- the way you said it, it just sounded like, wow, Alexis, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. are you... What? Listen, you're the one who came over to film, kid, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Uh, Alexis Weinstein over here. <laughs> wow. All right. Relax. <laughs> Jamie, do not add that into a goddamn clip. No, it, it'll get flagged on yeah, TikTok immediately. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ, Christian. They always think it's me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, somebody mentioned Andre Blake. Andre, uh, this was a controversial call in the game against Columbus. This game ended. I didn't see this. So this game ended nil-nil. Uh, uh uh, Andre Blake stopped the penalty. Great work uh, per use. But there was a controversial goal that was uh, taken back. VAR said it was offside. Eric Hurtado uh, uh, apparently obstructing the view of Andre Blake. And, I, and Alexis, I want you to look at this mm. um, so you can tell me if you think this is... Um, uh, it, it, this is actually offside. I saw Andrew Weeby uh, uh, tweeted this particular angle that I had not seen from the broadcast, but this is obviously a very short clip. And you can see here. So Eric Hurtado is the one running right in front of him. And the ball goes uh, to the far post to, to uh, Andre Blake's uh, left. This, go- a great goal. I don't even think, I don't think Andre Blake is saving this. But apparently, because Eric Hurtado is in the way. He is in the way. He is in the way. Also, his run has nothing to do with the play. Right. So it feels like he's doing this on purpose. Meaning he's, uh, oh, like obstructing his view on purpose. Yeah, because look how he turns towards the keeper. He's kind of like, you know, uh, I don't I don't see it. That, look, right now, uh, Hurtado is Go facing, full screen on that. Uh, the, the, the audience won't be able to see it. Um, OK, but I will. Yeah. So there's a benefit to it. Uh, <laughs> but he's Hurtado is facing, you know, he's facing the the the, the person shooting. the OK, ball. now I see that. <laughs> you know what, though? He is impeding the view of the keeper. Yeah, he is. But would would have Andre Blake saved that? Possibly. That's possible. There's a hezzy there. He he hesitates, and the players in front of him in the hesitation. It it seemed. If look, if I were a Philadelphia Union fan, I'd be happy with it. If I were, I mean, I'd be I'd be happy with it. If I were a Columbus fan, I'd be furious with it. (laughs) So so I get both sides. But if you're by the by the by the rule. He technically is. Look, we have a we have a Philadelphia Union fan saying if I, it was it's a pretty soft call. I'd be I'd be pissed if I, if I was a crew fan. It yeah, it seemed a very a, a very harsh interpretation of a the nice rule. Cole Brew said keeper screening is a foul in the laws of the game. That's what I'm talking about. Like it's but in at the, what it's point? In the laws. It is, a keeper screen a hundred percent. It's it's in the laws of the game. You can't be in an offside position and screen the keeper, but. 
there's I honestly think he's not saving that. It's just such a well hit ball. It's gonna take a pretty significant keeper to save that, and that <laughs> happens to be the guy who could do it. Oh, you got Stretch Armstrong in <laughs> yeah, goal. No. I, I don't think we we, we win in this game. Right. <laughs> so um, yeah, it seemed uh, seemed a little bit harsh, but uh, nil nil. It's just the Eastern Conference. It keeps the Eastern Conference very tight. And uh, anybody can end up winning, uh, uh, you know, uh, winning, being in first or even fighting for that supporter shield. Um, what are the supporter shield standings as of right now? LAFC in the lead with 36 points. Yeah. Uh, uh, Two points per game. That is impressive. And can we talk about the fans flipping out when they hire Steve Chirondolo? <laughs> Remember? Yes, yes. There it- were people talking about getting rid of their season tickets and there was going to be like, you know, people uh, boycotting the game. Boy. Steve Chirunda, yes. Huh? Remember, we were famous for saying Steve Chirunda, no? I know I was. <laughs> Damn, yo, do you have like, uh, should we get somebody to pat you on the back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or C, Chirunda, yes. <laughs> uh, okay. He's killing it. Yeah, no, uh, LAFC's uh, incredibly impressive, and 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 Gareth Bale has not suited up yet. Neither, neither has uh, Giorgio uh, Chiellini. Yeah. The one, th- actually, Chiellini. The, my main concern. Barahuna <laughs> said, "Damn, Columbus Brew." <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite breweries. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, it's a little grainy, but I like it. <laughs> the uh, my, you know, I'm happy. You know, Chiellini coming to MLS playing at LAFC. The one uh, thing I'm concerned about is uh, the homie uh, Sebastian. Biaga, the, the the center back for uh, for LAFC. This Looks guy. like he will be probably sitting. When Damn, bro. Can't be taking my man's minutes, Giorgio. But now there's more time for the fit picks. <laughs> Biaga got it, man. He does got it. He does Yo, got that it. closet goaded, bro. <laughs> um, okay, so there was a, a couple other... What was... There was another result I... Oh, did you see the um, the San Jose goal? The, the, the FIFA goal? The FIFA glitch goal? Yes. Yeah, it was somebody. Somebody put it up on Twitter and said this might be the most MLS goal of all time. I, I honestly don't even know how it did or didn't go in. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm like, wait, who hit it? When? If you haven't seen this, uh, I mean, San Jose won this game two to one, which is, I mean, San Jose winning a game is just if you were a, adding a sounds, sentence I'm not used to saying. If you were adding sounds, by the way, they celebrated like they've been winning all year. They were like, this is what we do. Uh, if you were adding sounds to that highlight, it'd be a lot of like boing. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it was. Um, uh, uh, oh, I forgot his name. Uh, 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 Moreno or, or Montero? Montero, Montero yeah. Uh, 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 Jaime Montero or whatever. Uh, the, the dude from San Jose that played him in Philly. Well, he took. I think he took the first shot. Hits, uh, hits the like crossbar, and then then we get a save, and then it hits the post, uh, and then finally it uh, it gets to a San Jose player and he taps it in. But it was it was absolutely comical. And at, when you look at it at first, you're like, oh. Um, how can what are the defenders doing? Whatever. Right. But at that point, once it bounces around like that, you're, you're everyone's lost. Everyone is literally like because Whoa. your body's going one way, but your eyes are going the other way because it keeps it's like ping ponging around. You can't get mad at any defender. No, 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 no. Because at, at at that point, they're just like they're, there's no formation that's going to adjust. The, the for that. defenders now become spectators. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in this MLS match, and it's like, one of those things of like if it's near you, just <laughs> kick it out. You know, what I mean, I don't know what to do. They're literally just like back and forth. Like they're every, watching tennis. It's every Manchester United fan's worst nightmare when this happens because you know Harry Maguire is in your squad. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he's gonna it's gonna bounce off his back and go in. Right. But I do want to talk about 
uh, this kid, uh, Taxi Fountas. Yeah, the, uh, DC United went five to three against Bro, Orlando. Somebody in the wild. chat said DC is fighting for that wooden spoon. You might be avoiding it with this boy you got. <laughs> I believe he came from Rapid uh, Rapid Vien. Vien. Vien? Mm-hmm. However, you pronounce it that way. I pronounce it. <laughs> rapid <tomato>. Ween. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rapid Wiener, right? <laughs> which is Christian's nickname in high school. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what you call I told it? my first girlfriend to stop tweeting about <laughs> no, me. <bro. laughs> Honestly, change my name in your phone, bro. I'm older now. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit slower. Right. Uh, what you going to call it? Let's give, what, 10 games, 9 goals? Uh, something like that. I actually wanted to uh, pull up a stat that I got from the homie Tom Boger. Uh, ten games, nine goals, three assists. Okay, yeah. He now has twelve combined goals and assists in his first ten MLS matches, which is tied for the most in history. Kid's a beast, and I think this is the type of player. I don't know how old he is. How old is Taxi? I don't know. I don't know. But actually, I I, I want to uh, pull this up r- r- real quick because Taxi is on this list. But Tom Bogert listed uh, all the individual leaders in goals and assists halfway through the 2022 MLS season. Number one, Lucho Acosta from FC Cincinnati, which uh, name you uh, uh, the name I'm not surprised. The at. club he's it's associated the, it's the badge with. that he yeah. wears. But I mean, look, look, we saw the four goals. Uh, FC Cincinnati are what in I think fifth place in the Eastern yeah. Conference. No, they're doing pretty good. They, we, I mean, we we joke about FC Cincinnati. Uh, uh, they're in the supporter shield. Um, but we obviously for years because I mean, why 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 wouldn't we? Here's the headline: FC Cincinnati are in a playoff position. <laughs> but but uh, it, it's they they have turned things around. I mean, we right. gotta give them credit and 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 you know give credit where credit is due. Um, and then so at 16 uh, with six goals and 10 assists, Lucho Costa uh, incredibly impressive. Uh, and then three people are tied for second place Seb- with 14. Yeah, Sebastian Drusi, uh Jesus Ferreira, and Hani Mukhtar. Hani uh, Mukhtar having an incredible season. The, oh, yeah. I, I think Jesus Ferreira is probably the most surprising name. Right, as far as well, I think the second. fact that FC Dallas are playing as consistently as they are, obviously bringing in someone like a Paulo uh, Ariola has been a massive. Yeah, player. and then making Jesus Ferreira a, a designated player uh, from, from being a homegrown to a designated player, and, and seems and like it's it, worked out. It, it's it's paying off. So. <laughs> Okay, so uh, and literally, Hani Mukhtar is is Hani Mukhtar. The dude's but a beast. Tie, five tied at twelve. Vela, Talis Magno, uh, Carlos Hill, Taxi, and Vasquez. Vasquez uh, from Taxi Galaxy, just right? got here, bro. <laughs> he's really catching up. Uh, but I feel like all right. So he's twenty six years old. Is this the type of player that MLS should be going after? Um, he's twenty six, so maybe he's just on that outer edge of like a player you could flip, right? If we really are a selling, yeah. League. I, I think the you know as far as like players that MLS are going after, we're we're seeing examples of that with the players who leave. Uh, I think Adam Buxa. Right, leaving, uh, coming to MLS, being here what two two and a half right. years, getting his groove back, doing his thing, flip him. But the, but the fact that uh, you know European players are like, I can I can spend some of my time here, and it's not gonna just like ruin my resume. Right, 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 right. Uh, we we are now at that place, yeah, where MLS is no different than going to the Belgian league or right. you know the Austrian league or some of these other leagues where. You would see players get plucked from there and go to some of the biggest clubs in the Premier League, some of the biggest clubs in, uh, you know, maybe Spain, 
right? You would be able to plug from them. MLS now is in that realm, but typically the type of player that gets purchased from MLS typically are younger and American players. Right. To see Europeans be able to come here, play well, and be able to get a chance to go back. Maybe 26 is just on the outer edge of that. Well, at the very least, it's it's showing that that clubs as far as like the the transfer economy and and MLS is part of it is that uh other leagues and other clubs respect the level of competition right. to be like oh you didn't you didn't just have a a fun go right. out in MLS bag a whole bunch of goals and then you come to our league and you can't you can't compete right. so they they're saying like no this league is good enough mm-hmm. uh and and the the thing that's even more impressive and a lot of people are talking about uh, Sebastian Drusi the, Killing it, absolutely crushing it. But my my concern, and this was always a concern when MLS expanded. Whenever new teams came into the league, everybody was worried that the the quality of competition would get watered down because there were too many. Uh, there were just too many teams. There were not enough not enough quality players. Right. But the way they are alleviating that, and maybe this is what you know, Gam and Tam really helped with, is that when now when teams get expanded. When when more teams, uh, are, you know, when the league gets expanded, now now there's just more a larger pool of players to pick from, and it's usually foreign talent. If if you're if you're just basing it on American talent, yes, there's not there's clearly not right. enough. Um, but when it, now it's like a, a new team joins the league, and now it's like all right, now we can start picking from you know Sebastian Drusi came from a from uh from Russia. Yeah, he came from Zenit. Zenit, right? So it's like all right, we can if we could. That's those are the that's who we're competing with right those clubs that's like the from the other the countries that are not in the top five right, uh, right, european right. leagues yeah we're not we're not buying wonder kids from the french league or right. spain just yet but jamal our homie jamal gooner in the chat he said only pensioners go to mls <laughs> stop the cap when you're talking about mls when you mean by cap you mean salary cap. <laughs> uh, but also that's how it's still viewed by people who don't watch mls Mm-hmm. It's still you because you see guys like Gareth Bale and Chiellini. Those are the names that get the top billing from coming to, from going to MLS. And there is still some value marketing wise of having players like Gareth Bale and, and Giorgio Chiellini in your squad. Just like when, you know, Pirlo physically didn't show up or I mean, physically came to MLS, <laughs> but mentally wasn't here. Pirlo- but. Pirlo also just got a new. Uh, he's job. an assistant. He's an assistant manager. I right? thought he was a no. I think he's the head. The he's a manager. He's the straight. I thought up. he was an assistant manager. No, I, I'm almost sure he's the manager of uh, what what club? Uh, the Target in in Queens. <laughs> no, uh, no, yeah. I so saw he's in he's in coaching now again. Yeah, yeah. He's in um, Denmark or or I forgot what. I got no clue. But okay. But uh, yeah, no. I mean, look to Jamal's point, and obviously Jamal's just having a good time in the chat. Well, we always welcome him. Uh, but to that point, we are still kind of viewed. So there is right. I. Think I think the perception typically trails what's actually happening because it takes a few years before you can change the perception of what's going on. So I do like that he said that because it just goes to show we have a lot more to go. But, yo, the more players we develop, players like Weston McKenney who are doing well, players like uh, Tyler Adams, players like, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, Harrison. Jack Harrison. Jack Harrison. 
the more players like that we develop that end up playing long, consistent careers in Europe in big leagues, the more that that uh, that perception will adjust for MLS. Right, and and like I, you know, people are gonna still. We're always gonna deal with the with the the jokes about retirement league and this and that. But I, what I do like is that this you, is crazy. Jamal, hold on, Jamal said, Alexis, I watch MLS because I bet on some of the teams. That's the first crazy <laughs> thing you've said. That's bananas, Jamal. You got a problem. You got a problem. Problem if you're betting on MLS. <laughs> and second of all, he said, I swear, Alexis, you could play up top for Seattle Sounders. What? <laughs> One of the top teams in this league who've beaten Mexican competition, and you probably also don't know about that. That's a very difficult uh, you know, hurdle for us to, to hop over, and they did it with grace. Yo, you crazy, but bro. This is, this is the, what, what's annoying, is that it, the, the more... I could play up top for Sporting Kansas City, sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's obvious. Nobody's debating that. Um, but the, the, the fact that, you know... Oh, Jamal said he's a coach in Turkey. Okay, okay. Thank you for about for Pirlo. So, the, the 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 more we start start like hearing these jokes, uh, the more we like just hear these jokes, the more ridiculous they sound, right? Because as when we, we started the show, when we started the show, you were right, you were hundred <laughs> percent right. Yes, yes. NYCFC signs but Lampard uh, 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 and Pirlo and Pirlo, yeah, yeah. yeah, fine, we understand that, uh, but. Times have changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Them days is gone. You know, when, when Wayne Rooney signed with DC United, there were plenty of people. There were DC United fans. And yeah, it worked out. Yeah. He, he had a great time uh, in DC. But there were people that were, were like, what are DC United doing? This is a, a, a waste of a designated player, a waste of money. We, we, the, the league has moved past this. And, you know, Wayne Rooney proved everybody wrong. I said that. Right, right. And there's a, and, and there's a lot of, we, you know, they, they, I, I think MLS, uh, uh, clubs like now the Chiellini signing seems more risky it seems like a joke right it's almost people even their own fans are like we don't need this because they even you know we had uh, uh, you know the, the Nashville uh, GM on uh, Mike Jacobs we had him on and we were asking him these questions and these these general managers they all talk to each other and th- there is it's getting to a point where oh you're gonna sign a 35 year old it's gonna it sounds ridiculous no matter how successful they might have been also he said all right so Jamal basically uh a nice cold brew said banter league, to be honest, which I don't know if he's talking about us or uh, <laughs> Turkey where he's going. But Jamal said, nah, MLS games are slow. Stop it. I have seen some of the games. Um, I bet on some of the teams, but they'd be scoring goals there. I'm not exactly sure what, the, what you mean by that. But the, but the thing of MLS is slow. I think that's kind of... I mean, are you betting on games from like eight years ago? <laughs> Look, I mean, there's some bad game. There's bad game. Look, Jamal's an Arsenal fan, watching yeah. Premier League regularly. You, Premier League is the Bruh. fastest league in the world. Norwich versus Burnley <laughs> are, is, is not, trash. <laughs> let's not be wild about it. Right. Yeah, can can MLS clubs compete with the top nine clubs in Premier League? No, no, no nobody's no, no. saying that. Maybe not even the top fifteen. Right, but. There's there's clearly improvement, and if you're gonna keep saying retirement league, pension this, pension that, you're you're over time you're gonna sound more ridiculous. That's you sound all like an old head who's like hip hop today. <laughs> I can't hear with the mumbling. That's what you sound like, bro. That's it. Like there's we, we're here, we're in it, and there's improvement. I'm not. We're not like talking about the ins and outs and details of, of the Premier League and and the culture of it because we're not there. But we are here, and we know what we're talking about. 
Okay. Uh, Thomas <laughs> said, we'll find out soon when Leeds is all former MLS players. Yeah. Yes. I want <laughs> yeah, to talk yeah. about Tyler Adams, obviously. Yes, going to uh, Leeds United, uh, transferred from uh, uh, RB Leipzig, going to uh, play for his uh, old uh, MLS manager, his old uh, Bundesliga manager. And uh, so now, uh, so Brendan Aronson, uh, um, uh, Tyler Adams, Jack Harrison, Jesse Marsh, the, Bro, the MLS representation at Leeds. It's an MLS All-Star game. Are Leeds staying up? Yeah. I mean, losing a player like Rafinha will be difficult. Losing a player like uh, Calvin Phillips, Calvin Phillips is going to be really difficult. But look, I'm, I'm interested to see where Tyler Adams is played. I have a feeling he's going to be the Calvin Phillips replacement. I'm excited to see him play there, uh, you know, to be a consistent, even though Jesse Marsh kind of, you know, also has like that kind of flowing style. Um, but I am interested to see him be a defensive midfielder and just be that. I think it's going to be incredible for the lead up to the World Cup. I think it's going to be great to have him there. I think it's great to have him play under a system that's kind of similar to what Greg Berhalter is doing in a way. So I'm excited to see it. But I do think they're going to play well, and I think they're going to stay up. Um. What what's similar about Greg Berhalter's system to Jesse Marsh? Uh, it's it's a lot of wing uh, wing play for the fullbacks. It's a lot of cutting in. You're going to have Brendan Aronson leading the charge. He's going to have to put on some uh, some weight, but you're going to he's play. They're all going to be playing in the same positions that they essentially play for the men's national team. Okay, maybe that that's probably about it. I I, I think no, they both press. It's about getting the ball back in the first five seconds. It's uh, after you lose the ball, they they play a fairly similar style. All right, I'm not I'm not an expert, but I was I was, wait, I was I'm waiting to hear your expert opinion. I uh, just gave it. I'm <laughs> genius. So let's ask Jamal. What he <laughs> um, I think the um, some people were concerned about this move and and uh, basically saying, especially for. Tyler Adams that that this level the level might be a bit too high for him. Uh, they, and I saw this from a couple of people from the Athletic and and stuff. I, I'm not saying that that's necessarily the case, but it is a. It, realistically, it is a step down. He's not playing in Champions League now, uh, as opposed to in, in Leipzig. But the from what I understood was that the the new. Uh, coach at, uh, at Leipzig didn't have him. Doesn't rate him. Yeah, 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 and doesn't have him in his plans. So that's probably the one thing I'm thinking about. For whatever reason, Brendan Aronson in the Premier League doesn't sound too... I think he can. I think he can keep up. He's uh, he's pretty small framed. I think that's the big fear that I have. Right, but he, but uh, incredible dribbler, great with the ball. I think he, he's going to evade a lot of. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to show. I think he's going to show but, well but for Tyler Adams. This is gonna be. I, this is going to be a, a a big ask. There's gonna be a lot of uh, responsibility. By the way, me, you and I are now by the end of the season going to be homeowners. Why is that in England? I don't know if you heard this. <laughs> Jamal just said, "LOL." Leeds about to play in the championship. I can bet my mortgage. <laughs> Americans can't hack it in EPL apart from goalkeepers. Wow, what a, b- Bro, a bold statement. Christian Pulisic. <laughs> what is he? Is he just played, a failure? <laughs> first of all, won Chelsea a Champions League <laughs> and played important minutes for Chelsea, which if that doesn't work out, it's not like he's going to be bought by Derby County. Derby <laughs> County, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he's not going to Preston North End. He ain't going to Preston West End, South End, <laughs> East End. Mans would stay in the Champions League, bro. Or he would go to a top He would go to a top team in a different league and one of the other big leagues. You're crazy. Crazy. Well, think, time to change him, bro. 
Times are changing. Yo, get on, get on that. Watch, shit. watch when he watches uh, uh, Brendan Aronson uh, uh, and a couple of these guys. I mean, it's it's no joke. I'm, we're not just blowing smoke uh, or whatever. They're in the Premier League for a reason. I I, I have concerns. I, I I think I look. I think the Premier League is going to be harder on Tyler Tyler Adams than it is on um uh, than it is on um, Brendan Aronson. But the Calvin Phillips, if he's if he's a one to one replacement of Calvin Phillips, that's where the the you know you know Tyler Adams is not as tall as Calvin Phillips uh winning some aerial like and then the dudes are just bigger out in the Premier League yeah 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 no it's look bigger defenders which is difficult for even like Germans when they go there it's yeah, not yeah, a, yeah. it's not an easy but for transition. the position that he plays and then the scrutiny of him being American that's where my my concern is but I obviously wish him all the best um bro I mean Jamal's getting it from every angle shouts to <laughs> shouts to Jamal for okay. for holding firm but he put Pulisic one uh Chelsea a UCL yeah right my dad is dating Shakira yo congrats to your dad <laughs> let me tell you when we own your home your dad is invited and his girl are more than welcome to come by and hang out <laughs> unbelievable bro all Right, also, look. why are you watching us? Yo, go hang out with your dad. He's banging Shakira. Go smell your dad's hair, bro. <laughs> um, uh, Walker 8 said, isn't Tim Ream still the captain of Fulham? Uh, you trip and Jamal. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't even, I'm not even mad about Jamal's uh, perception. Hey, Gunnar said, this is what happens when we sell mid-grade drugs in uh, England. <laughs> I'm not even upset at it. Like, I, I think it, it's... No, all- no, it's a, it's a little bit of a leftover from a, a, from right, a bygone but- era, but I think we see that era as being bygone I think we still have some more convincing to do and that's why I appreciate Jamal saying this because th- this perception is real there's people who don't know anything like uh, what Filthy Fellas was talking about um, what Chiellini was going to LA Galaxy and it's like you know how long before <laughs> by the way one of them was wearing an LAFC top and they go it's a cool LA Galaxy jersey like there's yeah. you know what I mean like it's going to take a while before we completely change what that perception is and I honestly think the new Apple deal was not going to help. Having games really late on a Saturday night and really late on a Wednesday night might not help. Yeah, yeah. I guess for English, yeah, uh, perception. Jamal said, LOL, love your show. But yeah, the delusion is real in the studio. What player has hacked it in the EPL? Tell me. Clint Dempsey. What? How many examples? Landon like- Donovan was, was be, <laughs> trying to be kept by, uh, by Everton when he was on loan. And look, there's examples. Are there, are there a thousand examples? No, because not that many Americans. We have- just started. <laughs> but but like, there's, there's clearly examples. I'm sorry, there's not examples. As many examples as Brazilians, right, and and uh, and Spanish or whatever. But even even still, like how many how many Sp- uh, Spaniards play in the EPL? It, uh, honestly, uh, is it is it more than fifty? I mean, it's a good it's, it's a, a good, good amount number. that have played well. But no, yeah, to your point, there's but not a lot of people. Not that a lot. Have... It's just the English have their you know bias and 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 way of seeing the game. But just the way the it's the same reason there aren't many English that play in in La Liga. And 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 the Spanish have have a, you know they they feel their football is better than yours and that's just how it is so I don't even the, Jamal's comments are fine this is the banter that we we need but we're gonna earn your respect whether you at like it or not point. yeah at some and point you know when it starts World Cup, World Cup. Guitar, <laughs> when we wash all right bro well, I've it, said it before I'll say it again Peter gonna be called because we <laughs> slaughtering three lions bro okay when England doesn't make it out of the group you can apologize to bro, us all the right first the whistle for kickoff is. Gonna to be click clack because y'all about to get <laughs> st- 
stomped. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bay, we're going to say. <laughs> yeah, nice Cobra say. Bamal doing a madness <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Um, so, yeah, look. Uh, look, an exciting uh, weekend of, of, uh, of MLS. NWSL had their game. They, they did the, 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 uh, the Daytona. 500 game. Yeah. Yeah. They put- and I also want to remind Jamal, you're also the same people who said when Zola went to Chelsea, oh, Europeans, other uh, foreigners can't play in the Premier League. Yeah. And that was what, 15, 20, 25 years ago? Yeah. Come on, bro. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was saying the uh, the NWSL had their game um, in. Uh, oh, Jamie Boyce said, "Say what you chest them all. These public <laughs> players will get found out when Leeds are relegated and finish bottom of the group of guitar. Bro, I can't believe you are editor. <laughs> <laughs> also, you see how massive this dude is. He posts pictures with regular looking human beings, and he looks like he's closer to the camera. Yo, so I shouldn't be saying this to Jamie. Uh, Jamie's a bro, Premier bro, League midfielder. Uh, I think. Uh, are you kidding me? Homie looks like he was developed by Burnley. <laughs> center back <laughs> but i'm saying is y'all are getting destroyed all right look that's it well, well let's it'll happen on the pitch also jamie you keep talking like this you're not invited to jamal's house when we own it <laughs> <laughs> after next season bro because we're having parties yeah. there <laughs> bro <laughs> shakira's coming dude <laughs> don't you want to be there uh see uh jamal, so barry gonna say jamal english players aren't even the best players in england <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, all right, look, we got, <laughs> we got, we got to, you know, we got to crawl before we can walk. I yeah. mean, just this constant negativity about Americans are not this and not that. Like, yo, we're 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 getting there. All right, bro, come on. All right, you saw Mbappe kick a field goal the other day. Look good. All right, we're not out here trying. The French will never, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> get into the NFL. The French don't even want to play in the league, bro. <laughs> it's just so comical, man. All right. Uh, all right, what else? What else is there? Anything else we should cover before uh, we wrap up? Anything? Please let us know uh, in the chat. I, I know a couple. That- <laughs> Just a said we got a scooter before we can drive a car. I choose to drive a scooter. <laughs> By the way, the rain has shifted. And I might be screwed. <laughs> the, um, the CONCACAF Women's Championship is going on. This is for uh, right. for who gets into the World Cup from uh, from CONCACAF That's for the exciting. Women's World Cup. Um, the U.S. won their game against Haiti. The one surprising thing, Mexico lost their game against uh, Jamaica. Right. Um, and Mexico, I, I was seeing tweets from uh, uh, the homie uh, Emilia Lopez. Mm-hmm. They uh, pretty much saying they've had, you know, two years to prepare and then they lose one nil uh, to Jamaica. Mexico is is definitely the women's side are really trying to, you know, keep up with Canada and and the U.S. and just trying to like uh, I I think they have a lot of internal fights as far as like trying to just have relevancy within the program in Mexico. But making a World Cup is just it would be just so, so crucial to the growth of the game. Absolutely. Uh, And, And and also just the respect that's put on it, even local. Right. Uh, which I think would be a huge help. Also, remember the woman who uh, won uh, the Ballon d'Or and she was disrespected at the ceremonies? Hedeberg. Ada, Hedeberg, yeah. Ada, Ada she Hedeberg. retired from, the, I believe, Norway? I believe it's Norway, yeah. Uh, she retired from the Nor- uh, from the Norway uh, team um, in protest of the inequality of, of payment and respect towards the players and yeah. training and whatnot. Uh, she has come back. I, that I, I did know. She yeah. is back, and uh, it's it's great to see that. So I guess she was able to make the change that she was hoping for. Now she's back with the team. And banging in a whole bunch of goals. Yeah, she's great a, player. Absolute baller. Won the, won the Champions League with, uh, with Lyon. The other day, 
okay. Anything? Yes. Anything else before we go? We, we had mentioned. Uh, I'll just say this. We we mentioned last week uh, that we were uh, obviously Metal Arc, uh, Metal Arc Media. Where we've joined uh, the Levitard and Friends Network. Uh, mm. So just Jamal says Metal Arc couldn't hack it in the Premier League. That's weird. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the the um, so so next week is uh, the official. Uh, launch of yeah. us uh, with Metal Arc, and uh, they might you might notice a couple little changes and things like that. But uh, for the most part, uh, you know everything will be pretty much uh, as as usual. So I just wanted to give people a heads up because some I think we said it, it would be this week, but it's going to be next week. So. Yeah. Um, also, you know, look, it, uh, there will be some changes, I'm sure, but for the most part, it's going to be slow going. We're going to try to figure out the best way to sort of blend what we do and what they do. Yeah. You know, so expect some changes to come, but hopefully things stay relatively the same. Yeah. We, and we, uh, we go into more detail on, on Patreon. We had a, uh, we recorded another the chat is just full argument. I let, let- Jamal <laughs> said Donovan and Dempsey have the careers of Arteta and meet you respectfully. Donovan and Michu, I'll take that. But Dempsey, uh, Arteta was the captain of two teams. Yeah. I mean, like, what are you I, talking I, about? I don't know. In Arteta career who, is a great career. Who does Jamal respect at all? Like, I just want to know what the standard is. Just Thierry Henry. <laughs> just, I mean, yeah, we, we haven't developed a Thierry Henry just yet. So we're, we're we'll try, give you that. We're trying our best. Um, the uh, uh, OK, uh, a couple. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that will uh, start next week. And and we go into a lot of detail. We recorded a no cap recap. It's our, our Patreon uh, podcast where uh, we talk about kind of some the behind the scenes stuff and just stuff that's not related to uh, uh, soccer. But it was and a- we're going to be changing either changing no cap recap a little bit or we're going to just add something else. Yeah. But we want to start um, once things settle with this uh, with Metal Arc. We want to start giving you guys a, a, a weekly episode that has nothing to do about football or that is it just the behind the scenes of the, of the yeah, stuff yeah. that's happening. Because um, right now it's more of like a state of the union. Right, right. You know, that's sort of how we treat it. But we want to make it just a, a funny show about Everything else, yeah, and maybe bring that's going on. Bring some uh, comedian friends on and stuff like that. So yeah, there's a, a lot we want to do. So uh, join the Patreon if you have not. And pa- also shouts to everybody who's already a member of the Patreon who's yeah. already said a lot of positive things and kind of giving us a little bit more insight as to what might happen if the show changes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, if it wasn't for the Patreon, we wouldn't be here. So I love this. Go. Thomas said, uh, 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 Thierry Henry never won MLS Cup. Just saying. He did try. A lot of times. Came up short. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, all right. The um, uh, Oh, uh, Justin Friedberg, uh, I, want, I just want to read this. He says, I, I was a bit shocked at the overturned red card in the USA-Haiti game. Uh, the first uh, VAR um, call in the CONCACAF. Uh, oh, I didn't know that was the first one. Yeah. I think, so, this was a... a I believe I think VAR just got introduced for the first time in this, you know, in the tournament leading up to the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Haitian player uh, kicked Kelly O'Hara. It looked like it, it looked. I think the the thought from the ref was that it hit her, like kicked her, like studs to the face. Right. Uh, but it was like it was still pretty bad. It was it was it hit the arm, scraped down to the arm into the uh, uh, into like her side, into which like, is oh, my it, God. I mean a brutal. I mean it was really bad, and it was red card, and then overturned uh, because I guess it wasn't violent enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no blood, no foul. But they're like, but there was though, you know. <laughs> okay, no, we mean blood, blood. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> where I cut? <laughs> ain't that much blood. Yeah. Stop crying. Uh, so uh, yeah, I was I was kind of shocked at that too. Okay. Um, 
the uh, Andrew Johnson's are you going to have more podcasts with Grant and his 1950s ghost best friend? <laughs> Which I assume was like Chris that, Whittingham. Yeah, because of the uh, the photo. Is uh, it's all black and white? The photo that he posts. Oh, I don't know. I, I assume that's Chris Whittingham, but it's hilarious. Um, okay, <laughs> Jamal just wants a hug from Alexis's dad. Hey, if you find him, <laughs> um, wait a minute. That's the Hannah Banana. Did she change her name, or are there two? <laughs> I think. It Where's might, Hanan Banana? <laughs> might have changed. Might have changed the name. Okay. Uh, all right, everybody. I think uh, we should wrap up. Thank you. Yeah, because I'm actually about to shit my pants. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> okay. Look, I love Miller High Life. Nothing to do. Okay. I love Miller High Life. Miller High Life. Don't love your back, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were worried about the rain. You're actually no, gonna no, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm literally gonna as soon as we hit top, I'm running to the bathroom. Okay, all right. It, was, well, it wasn't a euphemism. No, uh, no, 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 no. I'm literally holding back actual poo. So it was a poopamism. Hey, uh, wow. There we Expect, go. Please, please don't think that that's what we do on the Patreon. That's for Jamal. Bro. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we I hope you enjoyed your uh, holiday weekend as much as you possibly could. On top of the absolute nightmare that is uh, living in this country. Country, yes. but uh, y'all the absolute best. Uh, remember, hit like on this video uh, on YouTube. Uh, leave a comment, subscribe, and join the Patreon. patreoncom cool In fact, if you join the Patreon at the five hundred dollars a month level, we have one, which is crazy. <laughs> Not only do you get a show from us, but you could live with us in Jamal's house because we're going to own it in a year. Pretty good deal. Yeah. <laughs> we'll save a room. That's a good rent. That's cheap rent. Five hundred a month. That's cheap rent. <laughs> All right, uh, everybody, uh, take care, and we will see you next week. As part of a Metal Art Media. So, y'all, the absolute best. Peace.